Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to IamFactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's IamFactor1.com. Today's guest is Mills Bender. Mills is the founder and CEO of Mills Knows Bills, a company dedicated to helping variable income earners master their money in 90 days. Mills started her financial journey the fall of 2014 with $1.50 in her account. Since then, she has grown her net worth by a half million dollars, published a book, provided financial literacy content to over 20,000 households, and much more. Mills, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Thank you for having me. And personally, I actually have a giant tracker board that I create each year. I have it stuck in my office. And as I complete different parts of that tracker board, I reward myself with stickers along each milestone. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Gold star. Exactly. Or butterfly or a smiley face, whatever it may be. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, the reward system is is kind of we look down upon that, but you know, the, the schools did it for a reason because it works. You know, we get that little dopamine hit, but hey, you did something good. But then we turn into adults and everything's like there's no fun in anything. We don't give ourselves gold stars anymore. Why is that? I think probably because we feel like we have to do something grand in order to celebrate it. And that's something I talk about with my clients with their financial goals. It doesn't matter if it's small or little or small or big, you need to reward yourself and celebrate that win. Just make sure that that win is in line with whatever it is you achieved. So, uh, you know, and I, I don't, I don't mean to stay too far onto this topic, but a lot of times we, we just need to give ourselves credit for the things that we have accomplished. And it's, it's too often as entrepreneurs, we spend a lot of time, well, this campaign didn't go right. You know, give me the feedback on this. All right, how can we make this better? We're in a state of constant improvement. Yes. And being in a state of constant improvement requires us to look at the things that didn't work and focus on making them better. What it does not require us to do though is celebrate the wins. And mm -hmm. that's easy for us to go to the back burner because, you know, there's not like a direct connection to a benefit when we celebrate the wins. It's not like this financial benefit, but right. it's important to keep us going, right? Absolutely. I remember when I first started my business, every little win I had, I would write it down on a post-it note and I'd shove it in a shoebox. So whenever I felt overwhelmed by the idea of being an entrepreneur, I would bust out that shoebox. I take out the post-it notes and without, I wouldn't even have to read them. I could just look at the pile I had accumulated and say, all right, I'm not doing that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I just recently, probably within the last couple of weeks, started screenshotting when somebody would post something about me and how I had an impact on them. 
on mm-hmm. social media or something like that. I just recently started doing that. And then I started realizing that it's quite a bit, <laughs> you know, I've got actually quite a few and just in the last few weeks. And yeah. I imagine all the ones that I missed and all those times that I'm not feeling great, all those times where I wonder what I'm doing, I can go back and see, oh, I definitely had an impact on that person. And it was a big one. And and so it just really helps me kind of push forward to help the next guy. I like that. I might have to start doing that too. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's the craziest thing. Uh, you don't have to necessarily ask people to talk about you or say good things about you. You just have to treat them well mm-hmm. and take care of them. And usually it pretty much works itself, works itself out after that. Yeah. I like that. It's a good perspective. And, and so I'm curious, and this is something that a lot of us really struggle with when, as, as a financial expert, mm-hmm. when is the best time for me as an entrepreneur to invest my money back into my business or invest it back into myself or go blow it on a vacation or candy. <laughs> so I've got so many options. I usually choose the wrong one. What's the best way to put things through a filter to figure out what should I actually do with my money? Where should I invest it? Why not all three? <laughs> okay. So many entrepreneurs feel like they have to choose one and they feel like that because they don't have a plan for their money, a budget, a spending plan, whatever it is that you want to call it. A lot of people think that a budget is meant to be restrictive, but when it comes to those with a variable income, like many of us business owners, all it really is, is a monetary reflection of your priorities. So if you take the time to list out what it is you want to spend money on, personal or business, now you have a dollar amount that you get to work towards in terms of your sales each month. That dollar amount is your goal. And theoretically, it should include all three aspects or whatever aspects it is to you that you want in your life. So oftentimes, once you get that large sale, We don't know where to put it because we don't have that plan. But if you create the plan right now, as your sales come in, you know how to allocate those funds. Yeah, makes sense. And uh, and so is there any kind of, uh, all right, so I've got my budget. I've Mm -hmm. got things allocated properly. Uh, Mm -hmm. But as an entrepreneur with a variable income, as you said, things change. Sometimes Mm -hmm. things change from one minute to the next. Mm-hmm. And I have to make a quick decision and I've got my budget in place and that, and that kind of gives me the foundation, but what if whatever I'm dealing with right there, just, it doesn't fit into one of those boxes, which seems to happen to us a lot, which is what ends up getting us in trouble. We can't bring enough boxes to the table to make sure we have one to put this situation in. How do we mm-hmm. handle that? So one thing that I work with on my clients is creating percentages of their budget. So if the total dollar amount that you want to earn each month is $15,000, but this dollar amount is 5,000 of those 15,000, well, you know that a third of whatever you bring in should go towards that first category. And so rather than just having dollar amounts assigned, I create percentages. And so when someone brings in maybe less than that $15,000, they know how they should allocate that money accordingly. That's one method. The secondary method is to look at your priorities and know that some months you're not going to be able to fund those lower priority items. 
and just be okay with that. And if that's not okay with you, maybe you need to reorganize your priorities a little bit. Don't tell me how to organize my priorities. <laughs> it's here's the thing. So many people feel like they have to abide by what they feel like their priority should be or what someone else is doing. But that's why personal finances are personal. It's meant to be a reflection of what you prioritize and what you want your money to go towards. And a lot of times I think we just, we really have a hard time making that decision. And so what you're sharing right now is giving us the tools to help us get clarity on where our money gets allocated. But that personal part of it, being a kind of a personal finance expert, what are some tools that can empower us to be able to actually make those decisions and break free from whatever we were taught by our parents or what we were, what we see other people around us doing, maybe, maybe we, that's not a good fit for us. Are there any tools that we can use that'll, that'll help us kind of break out of that mold, so to speak? Absolutely. Well, anyone listening can get access to my money mindset guide, but the, the main question that I use to help my clients identify their priorities is the secondary question on this guide. And it is, what do you enjoy doing? So Josh, what do you enjoy doing? What do I enjoy doing? I enjoy meeting new people and having new experiences. Okay. And when you meet new people, what are you typically doing? Are you meeting them over dinner? Are you meeting them at a concert? What does that look like? <laughs> I mean, like actually right now I'm meeting them over Zoom. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably interviewing them on a podcast, actually. All right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I do enjoy that. Okay. And so typically when I when I ask someone this question, it comes to their personal enjoyment rather than professional. They'll say things like, you know, I really enjoy going out to eat, or I enjoy hiking, or I enjoy this, or whatever. And so when I ask them that question, those are considered their non-negotiables in their budget, meaning we got to create a line item for them to have that. Because if they're not spending money on those items on a consistent basis, monthly or quarterly, they're going to feel restricted in their budgeting, and it's not going to work. Makes sense. But that doesn't mean they blow those budgets each month. It just means we allocate something to keep them satisfied while they're they're doing a lot of the grunt work. Okay, got it. So not trying to be a difficult client for you. So to answer your question better, I, <laughs> I really thoroughly enjoy traveling and exploring Latin America. Awesome. Okay. So what I would say is how many times do you want to go to Latin America a year? Uh, I would like to spend at least one to two months there every year. Okay. And what would two months there cost you? Well, it depends on the country and it depends on, you know, how, how posh I want to live, but, uh, it could, let's say, uh, if I have connection there, you know, a couple thousand bucks a month. Okay. So we're talking about 4,000 a month. Does that include flights? Uh, yeah, let's say with, with, with the travel to get there and back, it would be $3,000 to get there, be there for a month and get back. Okay. So that means that you would want to allocate $333 a month towards this goal. So you could spend $4,000 a year 
living in Latin America. Okay. And then we would break that down into your sales, right? So what is it that you do? How much do you sell it for? How much more do you need to sell to make that a reality? And typically it's not, it's not much different from where you are right now. Yeah. It's just a matter of deciding that that's part of it. Kind of the, uh, the Mike McCallowitz profit first model, take out the money that you're going to use for yourself first before mm-hmm. you do anything else with the business, make sure you pay yourself first. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. And so Mills, tell us a little bit about who you serve and how you serve them and, and how we can connect and learn more. Sure. So uh, I like to work with who I call Vin Henry. Vin stands for variable income. Henry stands for high earner, not rich yet. So I work with business owners, salespeople, realtors, mortgage lenders who are generating money, but no matter how much they make, they're still worried about it and they have nothing to show for it. Whether they're living paycheck to paycheck, they're smothered in debt, they don't have any investments or retirement saved up. So I help them master their money in 90 days so they can gain clarity over their finances and it's no longer controlling them. Awesome. And uh, you mentioned earlier something about this money mindset. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So uh, the link that I'm going to give you, Josh, for the the bio is going to be go.millsnosebills.com slash free dash course. And in that, everyone is going to, I know it's long. That's why I'm going to give it to you to put in the in the link. We got um, to work on that uh, domain structure for a podcast. I know. I just <laughs> created it though. It uh, This is actually access to one of my mini courses. And in that course, it talks about money mindset, it also talks about budgeting, debt payoff, and so much more. Awesome. And, and by chance, can we go to millsnosebills.com to find that? Not right now. Not right I'm now. in process of, of linking it. Like I said, it's a it's a new freebie that I'm I'm offering, but I will send that into I will send it to you um, directly. So you can drop it in the link. Awesome. Great to know. And so uh, for those who have who are Vin Henry's mm-hmm. uh, variable income, high earner, not rich yet. That's pretty that's pretty neat. Yeah, I, you, you really nailed it there. It's easy to remember. Nice, nice system there. I, I know exactly who fits into that mold. So for sure. <laughs> Excellent. So Mills Bender, everybody, uh, for those of you who are looking for info on how to get your money in order, if you have a variable income, if you're a high earner, but you do not have a whole lot of personal wealth yet at this point, I highly recommend that you go to millsnosebills.com. And then also she has a special uh, free training for your money mindset that is located at go.millsnosebills.com slash free dash course. And so if you can remember all that, she's going to send you a cookie in the mail uh, for (laughs) all of the effort that you put into that because you deserve it. Hey, thank you again to Mills Bender for sharing a little bit of wisdom about how you get stuff done. For those of you who are looking to take your six-figure business to seven, and you know what got you here, ain't going to get you there. We can help you. Uh, Go to IamFactor1.com now and we'll show you exactly how to get the systems in place so that you can be successful with your business finally and start working on your business instead of in it. If you listen to us on your morning commute or your workout, you're out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. You are a factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work.
If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with, because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.